joining me right now on Kumite TV is UFC flyweight prospect Nadia Kasim. What's going on, Nadia? Yo, yo, how are you? Good, good. Um, good. We spoke before. I think it was either before your debut or after your debut win, and you're working for a pharmaceutical company. How much has your life changed yeah. since then? That would have been um, before my debut because um, a few weeks out, like I went to Thailand before my debut, and then I basically basically held my job like with some guys. I'm going to resign and then just like commit to being an athlete full time, you know. And that's what I did. So it's it's definitely changed since then a lot. <laughs> yeah. So other than being, a, are you a full time fighter now? How long have you been a full time fighter for? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'd say this year been the most consistent I've ever been. Last year, I guess, after my first win, um, in 2018, I didn't get to fight at all. Like, I was pretty out and injury-wise, unhealthy, and all these things were just playing up. So I, I wouldn't say I was a full-time fighter last year. I wasn't really doing anything. I was just kind of coaching on the side, but it wasn't obviously enough, you know, just kind of getting me by. But this year, I've been so consistent. Like, I can feel it. I can see it. People have been telling me, like, I'm a different type of animal now, and I'm ready to, like, display that on 243. The last two years... If if anybody's followed your career, they know that it's been somewhat of a roller coaster for you. You know, you've had injuries, yeah. you've had to pull out of, you know, a fight and in uncontrollable yeah, yeah. circumstances, right? Can yeah, you definitely. put into words like what type of ride it has been for you? Yeah, um, you know, putting into words type things like it's been shit, you know, there's been times when it's been really crappy and there's no other way to kind of put it. Um the mental stress is probably harder than the actual physical, you know, damage itself. Like this this year, like I did my last fight, I tore my MCL on my elbow, but I came back stronger, you know. And then considering the last two times, the last few times I've been injured, didn't really come back strong in a way. Like, but mentally, I'm so prepared now, and I understand you can get hurt in a fight, and I'm gonna just try and let's be less risky in that sense, and more like training smarter, fighting smarter. And that's going to make a big difference. Are you physically like the the healthiest you've been so far in your career, you think? I mean, healthy-wise, like the fittest, the strongest, yes. definitely. I mean, fight camp injuries is normal. So, of course, you're going to get that. And you just got to work around it. Like, that's normal. You know, you're training on it. Um, I don't let it get to me mentally and everything. But definitely the fittest and strongest ever. Like, I'm so consistent with the strength and conditioning. Like, before because I had had to coach at certain times to make money. Like I didn't, I had to kind of squeeze in a session just for like MMA training where now it's a separate session and we can take our time. I'll spend the two hours in the morning, then go home, do my thing and then go back to the gym, you know? So um, it's a more, a less rushed process. So we get to actually like tweak on, do those little tweaks on the things that we need to, to improve. So yeah. what type of changes have you made since your last fight? I mean, like the strength and conditioning. So that's a yes. big thing for me. I feel like, like I feel stronger and everything. So like I'm doing that four times a day, four, sorry, four times a week, um, as opposed to doing it like twice a week. And they're actual like solid sessions. It's not just strength. It's for power. It's conditioning. There's uh, now we've implemented um, cognitive training as well, which is really cool. So um, my coach Nathan from Anomic Performance, he's awesome. Like he's really patient with me. He's taught me everything from scratch really because before like MMA training, even in general, like an, uh, you you put weights in front of me, I've got no idea. Like um, like it's such a different thing, like the stiff motion compared to like having the free flow of MMA. It's so different. But I respect anyone who does, you know, just that stuff because it's not easy either. 
other than the strength and conditioning, have you added anybody else to your team in the last eight months? I mean, um, now I've got a dietitian on board as well. Um, the fight dietitian, his name is Jordan Sullivan. He's based in Queensland of Australia. And he's got a uh, quite a few UFC fighters under his uh, wing as well. So it just shows, you know, like you go to someone with experience, especially for something that I've struggled with in the past, like making weight. Um, but this time it's not about making weight. It's more just because obviously I've moved up to fly weight. It's more just like feeling great and performing, you know, and um, having that, one less thing on your mind to worry about as a fighter. Like you've got so many things, you've got the training, you've got fight week, um, you know, and being ready for battle. So the last thing you want to worry about is diet and what you're eating and having someone take care of that for you. Like I'm so thankful to have him on my team right now as well. Yeah, definitely. Um, I also yeah. see that your brother competes. Does he compete yeah. still? Yeah, yeah, my brother fights. So he's an amateur fighter. He's had two fights um, and hopefully he should be fighting on the next Urban Fight Night, which our um, gym owners host. Um, mm -hmm. Honestly, like, he's been training for such a long time. He's so skilled. He's so knowledgeable and he's very patient. Um, so that's something that I obviously don't possess. But he's a really patient guy um, and, and a really crazy wrestler too. So I know he's got some big things coming up for him. He's young. Like he's only 21. Um, and I can't wait to see what the future holds for him as well. How is it having a sibling in the sport? You know, uh, I yeah. know that your team has the uh, the Bacterian brothers, so it must yeah, be kind of yeah. similar, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly right. It is kind of like that, like the yin-yang thing. Like you've got one person who's more the aggressor, uh, doesn't think as much, you know, and then you've got someone who's deeper on that level. And I feel like my brother is like the Suman and like I'm the Ashkan, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and it kind of works out like I'm the older one as well. So it's good to have someone who can kind of bring you back down to earth and be like, look, like you need to do this and this. Like, and it's it, the advice is coming from someone who genuinely not just cares about you on the mats, but cares about you at home. So you know that they actually do care about you and they're going to try and give you the most correct advice that they can. So it, it, it does have its pros and cons. Like when we come to sparring and shit, like we get a bit like aggro because we're like siblings, you know what I mean? Like, oh, fuck, this morning you pissed me off. I'm going to uppercut this kind of ride in the night. <laughs> but um besides that like um i trust his judgment as well like doesn't matter just because he's not a pro doesn't mean anything you know um but he's he's got the experience and and time as well on the mats so i respect that oh it must be so much fun to have someone like that yeah no it's cool with. though it's a good challenge yeah it's awesome all right let's talk about your upcoming fight ufc 243 the biggest card ever in australian new zealand history it's it's gonna be yeah. Badass, if you could describe it as one word. You're facing uh, Kim ji Yun, right? What do you know about her? Tell me what you what your thoughts on her is. Basically, like what I've seen from her, like in her UFC fights, she shows a lot of hands. She's got great counters, um, you know, big right hand and things like that. She's long, like she's a long bitch. Like I saw her and I was like, shit, but that's all right. Like I'm just going to have to try and use my own range effectively and um, I've got to be smart as well um you know with what she's going to be doing um i'm not really sure she you know you never know she could surprise me and be like whoa i'm gonna wrestle this girl like knowing that i clearly haven't wrestled efficiently in like my last few fights you know so i've kind of prepared for it all but we'll honestly get to see what happens you know on the day who are the sparring partners you've been you know working closer with uh, other than your yeah. brother yeah other than my brother i've got honestly lately um so I normally have this female name, Amira Hafizovic. She's a one fighter, um, and she's been on the journey since I started as well. So 
we kind of started out together like two months after I started she was at the gym so we kind of got our blue belts together our purple belts together um and she's gonna be cornering me as well one of my corners in my fight so it's gonna be great to have her um Suman and Ash Khan have been my sparring partners and that helps a lot you know having someone who's as technical as them um I mean if I can go with them and you know feel like not too bad about myself then you know it's a good day in the bank you know but like they're really tricky guys and they've been pushing me I know they want the best for me but they've been great sparring partners but they're my main three um and uh, you know we've been having we've got a few girls now as well um it's a girl named Brooke she's from the states actually um and we've got another girl named Athena and they've been helping me so much they've been pushing me especially on the ground and things like that um but it's it's been awesome and I'm so appreciative how different do you feel, you know, heading into this fight compared to your first two fights in the UFC? I mean, different-wise, I feel fitter. Like, before, I could never imagine myself going a whole hour of sparring, you know, without breaks. Like, as in, like, of course, you get your mandatory minute to rest and everything, but, like, back-to-back rounds, uh, I really set a, like, I set a different standard for myself this time around. Try not to go, like, such an old-school mentality where, like, you just have to run to get fit. There's so many other ways about it, like heaps of sparring, you know, different types of conditioning sessions, which normally performance has been helping me with. And I can just feel that this time around, it's going to be different. Have you seen this thing about the, the politicians in Melbourne wanting to ban the ring card girls for UFC no. 243? No, why, why would they do that? Well, they did it for a, a, a boxing fight re- recently, I guess. They, instead oh, okay. of having women, they had men come in and be the ring card oh, men. Are okay. you are you down for that? Do you dig that, the having men out there? I mean, like, it doesn't make a difference for me. It's always for the crowd. Like, the crowd mm. always cheer when the girls go on, and which is normal and everything. But, um, I mean, it depends. If women are rowdy and they like the guys and whatever, <laughs> like, it doesn't do anything different for me. But it's very different. I didn't – I wasn't aware of that. I think that's odd. But, yeah, I mean, that's a different culture altogether. Yeah, it's just uh, – I don't know. It's it's interesting that that is kind of something yeah. that is surrounding the event. Is are we gonna have women ring card girls or men ring well, card? What, I don't the know. world's so crazy now. There's so many. It's so different, like with the whole gender thing and all mm-hmm. these controversial things that, like, I don't really like going into because I'm not yeah. well informed. I don't want to insult anybody or anything like that. But I mean, you never know, like, with these types of things. So whatever comes comes. But for me, it makes no difference. But it, it would be kind of different, you know, being a female, having a male, ring card male would be, be different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, Paige Van Zandt, recently she said she makes more money, you know, posting pictures on social media than she does fighting. Yeah. And she said also that she would want to be paid as much as a champion because she's so popular. Do you think a fighter should be paid as much as a champion if they've never been a champion? Look, to be honest, um... It depends who you're fighting, you know what I mean? Like, because obviously we get paid per fight or whatever, but it depends who she's fighting. If she's fighting a big name, then yeah, give her the money. But like, I don't, I don't know figures to start talking, you know. Um, but um, as Dana said, like, good for her that she makes good money on Insta, like in India, she's got millions, right? So I get it. Um, but it's if you're making your money on Instagram and that's what's bringing home the, you know, the whatever, then. It's up to you, but I don't really feel like you have to be getting much of a champ. I understand if there's a difference between female and male payment, then yeah, of course, like make it standard. Like, what's the difference? But as a champ, it's a bit, a bit far fetched. But yeah, 
what do you think of the whole like Instagram thing? You know, because you know a lot of people look at your Instagram. You have a lot of followers, so when you yeah. post pictures, you know, would you like to be paid? You know, what I think everybody would like yeah, to be I mean, paid. For ideally, that'd be like that'd be the goal. You know, like what Paige's doing is the right thing. You know, props to her for being so successful, like online. You know, like I would don't take anything away from her whatsoever. I mean, ideally, that would be my goal as well, like to be making money online. You know, if you're making you're having such an influx of messages and comments and like you see your own insights and you can see your stats you're like shit like all this like good stuff is happening like but only person that can see that or is just me by what i see by the numbers but it'd be cool if cash came in that way as well now yeah. the main event of 243 is whitaker yeah. versus adesanya i'm pretty sure millions of people ask you this question but i would like yeah. to ask you myself you know how do you see this fight playing out um, I feel like um, Israel might come in, try and be our fancy, and Rob will have it under control. I feel like um, it might throw him off a little bit. Of course, it could happen to anybody, but um, you know, if it comes down to it, um, I feel like Rob is a stronger fighter, uh, more dominant. Um, and I can, I've seen that in his performances, like his finish rate compared to like, Israel. Israel's done great, but um, the last two like haven't been as dominant in the way. Like, definitely more flashy and point-winning, which is cool, like, either way. But if Rob's going to come in, like a bull or whatever, like, he'd have to be worried. But, yeah, I think I've got Rob for this one. In MMA, there's all different types of competitors, you know. Yeah. Do you consider yourself a fighter or a martial artist? Um, I do differentiate. I understand that. And I don't feel like I can say I'm a martial artist because – um, no disrespect, please don't take it this way, but, like, I don't really – not that I don't care, but it's, like, I never started the journey to be, like, ideally a martial artist. I just wanted to be a fighter, you know. But So when I came to the gym, they're like, no, you need to learn discipline. You're a bit wild. Then I understood, like, what it's all about. I do love learning and everything, but I, I do feel like I've got the grunt in me. Like, I'm, I'm a fighter opposed to being a martial artist, but I respect both, of course. All right, October fifth, UFC two forty three, man, a massive stadium show. I'm I'm so happy for you that you get a chance to fight in front of all those people. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited, and I can't wait to experience the crowd and the lights firsthand one more time. All right, Nadia, thank you for the time, and uh, good luck on the fight in your future. No worries. Thank you for having me on.